Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Hyundai, best in new inventory, great pre-owned inventory with the Sunbury Motors guarantee, which uh, makes the buying experience so much more relaxing. Let's be honest about it. We need relaxing these days, don't we? Yes. All at the, and a great, uh, Service department to back it all up, all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, online at sunburymotors.com. Uh, time now for the Matt Catrillo opening rant. <laughs> well, I'm going to start this with some good news. Shout out to uh, my dad because uh, he just secured us tickets for the Eagles playoff game next week. Yeah, but what if they lose? Well, for the divisional round. Yeah, but what if they lose? <laughs> It'll still be a fun experience. It's still going to be my first Eagles playoff game. What if they lose? It'll still suck that they lose, but at least we'll be there. <laughs> so he said, you're so mean to him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not mean to you. <laughs> it's a very legitimate question. Because I mean, knowing your personality, who? <laughs> I mean, depending on what the matchup is, you know, I'll be either. It will depend on my confidence level. Okay. I think we've already established that. Okay. You're you're confident and cocky. You're all set to go. I will be if it's the Giants or the Seahawks. I'll be fairly confident if it's Tampa. I'll be nervous if it's Dallas. That's kind of my level right now. I'll be honest with you. If I were you, I'd worry if it were the Giants. Because they didn't have any of their guys last week. And no, it's valid still, point. Yeah. And you're still fighting to the finish. Yeah. I mean, no offense. Barkley's going to play. <laughs> Oh, I'm not saying the game would be an easy game. I still think the Eagles would win in a third matchup, but it would definitely – I would expect it to be a nail-biter. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I'm not expecting a blowout by any means. Will you go to mass before the – no. <laughs> well, it depends. I don't know when the game is. It's the NFL. Nobody knows. <laughs> it all depends. I mean, if if it turns out that everything holds form – if everything holds form, and so you know the the worst they can play is the um, five seed, right? Correct. 
Yeah. Well, no, worst yeah. they could play would be uh, Tampa, four seed. Or four seed, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Four or five, doesn't matter. Four or five. Right. Doesn't Winner matter. of that so game, yes. Right. They're not going to make them play on Saturday. That's kind of my thinking. In which case, we would go to Mass the night before and take care of that then. Right. And the reason I say that, so everybody understands, is that they're not going to make them play Monday night and then play Saturday. Right. That's a valid, very good point. Yeah. Now, I do know that this is a league that it's okay to play Sunday and play Thursday. I do know that. (laughs) Correct. Okay. So, so that is, that is definitely part of the MO of this league that they, that they do that. Okay. But, um, yeah. It's part of the league MO. Like you got the best team, no question. The only, the only, the only question I have about is now how healthy is this best team, and that that's going to be moving forward with the NFL. Let's be honest about it. You know they're going to go to eighteen games here eventually, and part of them going to eighteen games is going to be them sitting there and trying to. Yeah. yeah. How healthy is anybody at this time of the year? Hey, that's going to be the issue with this thing. How healthy is anybody? Um, and I, you know, I, I think that's that's got to be something that. You have to, I mean, and this is a general league thing. Are you going to be allowed? I mean, not allowed. I mean, can you get through healthy? So I go back to training camp with Penn State. I said, well, you know, I said this the first week. The key to training camp is do you come out of training camp with essentially the same team you started training camp with? Well, that that really goes on a month-by-month basis. Okay, do you end September with about the same team you ended September with? Do you end October with about the same team you started October with? And that's how you have to to view it. And then I always tell you not to panic. That's correct. So So here we are, back in late July, first week of August, and you went on a rant, if you recall, and you were rather vociferous in your rant about Penn State not being ranked. Yes, I do recall said rant. To which I said, don't worry about it. (laughs) And to your point, you are absolutely correct. Penn State finished seventh. Correct. And they're really, based on being 11 and 2, they're really, Penn State's starting position was irrelevant because it wouldn't have mattered if they started, pick a number, 10th. You had four teams in the playoff, and then there's the Alabama Tennessee factor at 5 and 6. Right? Oh, goody, SEC. Yeah, yeah, okay, I got it. Well, 
The SEC looked pretty good last night, no doubt. I didn't even watch the second half, did you? I only watched a little bits and pieces of the second half because I missed the first half because I was doing Seals basketball last night. Oh, but yeah, that's right. To that's be right. honest, when I was watching it, I was kind of like half watching and, and catch it up on another show because <laughs> I knew the game was over as soon as I saw it was 24-7. I knew that was it. And I was very hey, disappointed. Yeah. What, what was it, 38-7 and a half times? Correct, really. yeah. And I, tur- I turned it off and... I then went to season two of Jack Ryan because I hadn't seen it yet. So <laughs> I started watching a series of those. Yeah. Uh, like it just it, it was more enjoyable to me. Um, to yeah. Do that. Lisa and I were watching the season uh, episode five of The Chosen, season three. We've been oh, okay. into that. Oh, okay. Yeah. It just, I mean, it's not that. When I, it was interesting, I'm watching Chris Fowler, Kirk Herbstreit, and they're sitting there. I, mean, I give Herbstreit credit. He says, look, I don't really know what to say. He says that. I really don't know what to say. Well, for the bits and pieces yeah. that I watched the second half, they seemed to just take it and enjoy the talent show that Georgia was put it on, really. What else could you do? Exactly. There really, there really was not anything else you could do with it. I mean, you can... You can sit there and you can um, and just come up with stuff, or you can just be realistic about it. And I think that's what they were just realistic about it. There's really there's nothing else you can do about it. I, uh, you know. Uh, Curtis Jacobs made his announcement today. Did he put out the video? Did he put out a video? I only saw a graphic in a tweet, which I put on our Facebook page, for those that didn't see it yet. I have not seen a video. Okay. Because I, I know he wanted to put out a video. Um, that's why I'm asking if he did or not. Um, but let me and, let me go back and I'll I'll double check. But that's yeah. Just it, I'm just saying I know that's what he wanted to do. That's why when I sit here and I say, hey, look, I know what everybody's going to do. I, but it's I, and I know people want me to tell everybody what they're going to do. But if you're sitting in my seat and they trust you with information, you can't violate the trust, right? Right. And it, that's. And, and and that that's that's important. So I mean, like, no question. I knew he, I knew he wanted to do, uh, wanted to put out a video about what his intention, the whole thing. So, you know, and okay, yeah, uh, I'm like, hey, that's great. But I, that's why I'm asking whether he actually did it or not, because I know that's one of the things he wanted to do. Yeah, the only thing I, the only thing he put out, and this was two hours ago on Twitter. It's it's a picture of him in the throwback uni all caps it says I'm back I will return to Penn State for the 2023 season hashtag we are okay good all right um all right well I mean, that's on the Facebook page it, it, if anybody wants yeah, to check it out it does, yeah it doesn't really it doesn't really matter to me what <laughs> well you know how he wants to do it is uh, I mean Jack and I already know um, but the reason again that part what's really important in this job I'm talking about the job of Penn State football, Penn State basketball is that you have access 
And part of access is there has to be, they have to be able to trust you. Okay? And so I apologize to the audience, but I think the audience, after all these years, understands the rules that I have to play under. Okay? I mean, I could sit here and and do a dynamic show here for for the next hour. I won't be doing Penn State football or basketball. <laughs> well, I know this, and I know this, and I know this. And I know. <laughs> I can't. Especially on weeks where, like, things don't go well, you could do, like, these incredible, like, wow. You know? And you can't do it. Right? You can't do it. So, you know, when a guy tells you, you know, during Rose Bowl week, hey, I'm going to come back. Another guy tells you, hey, yeah, I'm going to be coming back. I mean, and you know, it's interesting. They volunteer. It. You know, it, Jack and I also make it a policy. We don't ask them. Over the years, ne- neither one of hey, hey, by, hey, curse by what you coming back? No, no. It's what happens is that they end up volunteering it to us because we don't ask them. We, that's another part too. That, I mean, that becomes uncomfortable. Hey, curse. Hey, by the way, you coming back? Um, no. Um, so I hope, I, you know, I hope those who didn't understand do understand. Um, uh, the, um, the, Championship game last night was a brilliant show by Georgia, but it was an awful game. A colossal, epic beatdown? Yeah. You know, I mean, now for those who say, well, you know, if you go to a 12-team playoff, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's my rant of the day. I don't want to hear that. Well, here's the reason why. Um... You may end up with the same two teams regardless. That that that's fine. Whatever it is, it is. Okay. That's fine. But think of the great playoff moments. They're not always in the finals. You know, that touchdown pass that Stefan Diggs caught when he was with the Vikings against the Saints. That's not a Super Bowl moment. That's not even an NFC championship game moment. The great game between the Chiefs and the Bills was the AFC title game. It wasn't the Super Bowl. Franco Harris, the immaculate reception 50 years ago, wasn't even the AFC championship game. So you see my point. You're going to get great, memorable moments out of the first couple of rounds, just like you might get it in the championship game. So you know, so if anybody say, well, you know, it, you know, you'll you'll get blowouts in that round. Well, you'll get, you know, that's possible. Okay? No question, it's possible. But at the same time, you may end up with some some moments that are seared into your mind from games that weren't the championship game or the semifinals. And I just went through a series of games just off the top of my head that happen to be earlier round games in the NFL playoffs. I mean, you know, 
I mean, I mean, obviously Matt doesn't want to hear this, but Kawhi Leonard shot to beat the Sixers in the seventh game. No, but you're 100 percent right. correct. Right, right, but that that shot did not occur in the finals. Semis. Yep. Right. So you know, it occurred in the conference semifinals. It didn't even occur in the final. Um, I think Toronto went on to play somebody else, right? Correct. Yeah, that was right? Game Seven of the of the conference semi series. Conference semis because yeah. the Sixers never get out of the second round. All right, so um, <laughs> all right, now you're hurting me a little bit. Yeah, but get the lingerie that. on the deck. Call the janitor. Which part was inaccurate? <laughs> None, sadly. Okay. <laughs> but you know, but you see what I'm saying. I'm 100. Like that, that, that's exa- that, that's my exact that, argument. That shot like that. Now, as opposed to then, you'll get great plays in the finals, like Ray Allen shot in the finals against San Antonio. Right, in game what six or something like that. Uh, well, when he was with Miami, okay, I mean that happened. But you'll get a lot of great playoff moments from the other games that will make you think that expanding to twelve was worth it. I still think this was the most memorable college football playoff since it's been yeah, installed. I agree. Oh no, the semifinals were fabulous. Exactly. So there you I mean, go. You got two phenomenal would, semifinal games, and you had a dud championship game. I think you could tell in the conversation Brad Nessler and I had yesterday where I think 95% of it was about Georgia. Yes. That we essentially were telling everybody that TCO doesn't have a chance. <laughs> although, he did, although he did show a little bit of uh, nervousness about uh, skepticism about George's secondary and thought they would score some points, and covering, I was right there with him. Yeah, but covering Quentin Johnson, Johnson's really good, by the way. Yeah, and give Johnson credit because everybody in the world wanted him to transfer when Sonny Dykes came in. He says, "No, I love TCU. I'm staying." I give him all the credit in the world. That's good for him. That's good for him. You know. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back more in a moment. Bob Papiani today at the four hundred six. Neil Cool on Carolyn Keeger tomorrow. On the show, um, anything else we need to talk through with you? Or no, I think no. we pretty much covered it. I worry about you. <laughs> <laughs> I always appreciate the concern. Well, I just feel it's good for you to talk. Yes. You know, I've mentioned it before. Yeah, I think it's good therapy for you. Hey. I mean, two, I mean, the Eagles, you know, the Super Bowls were Houston. Uh, no, it's Arizona, right? Correct. It's out in Arizona. Southwest has announced a $49 fare sale as airline recovers from holiday meltdown. This could be your chance, right, for $98 to get you and Dad to the game. We're off to a pretty good start in that regard. The $98 or the Eagles? The $98. <laughs> <laughs> because what are the game tickets going to be? I didn't say it was a perfect plan. Here on News Radio, at 70 WK. Okay. Hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. 
Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 6.30 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6.30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Mm. Out of auto repair. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. I just want to make sure you're calm, cool, collected. I'm good. I am good. Well, they aren't playing this week. No, we get to enjoy this week, and then we'll be there next week. What bothers me is that, you know, I guess you're making some trip to Lourdes <laughs> to get water for Jalen Hurts. I mean, what's that, what's, that, what's that all about? Thanks. You know, actually, we've, we've been to this church. There is a Catholic church literally down the street from Lincoln Financial Field and the Sports Complex. I forgot the name of it, though, unfortunately. I can't think of it off the top of my head. I'll have to look it up. But we have gone there before before the, before the a game and then gone over to tailgate afterwards, so it, there is Whoa. there is something to it. You would have loved my room at uh, that I stayed in Philadelphia. This is the view I had out of my room. The view I had out of my room was... The Palestra, Franklin Field, Citizens Bank Park, the link. Yeah, that's not bad. Thought of you when I was I looked at it, I said he'd love this room. Yes, I would. All right. All right. You know. Lisa would be say, you know, uh, we can go out for dinner now, right? We can go out for dinner now, right? <laughs> We're going out for dinner now, right? <laughs> We'd just be doing room service. Uh, will you stop looking out the window? What? <laughs> Scary. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai, best in new inventory, great pre-owned inventory. With the Sunbury Motors guarantee, which is so important, and a fabulous service department takes care of the life of the vehicle. It's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Okay, Curtis Jacobs comes back. Now, you look at how everything is setting up for Penn State defensively. you would think that based on what they've been doing, that they're still looking for one more defensive tackle in the transfer portal. Um, but with Chop Robinson, Adisa Isaac saying he's coming back, uh, 
deny Dennis Sutton, and deny Dennis Sutton, it just got better and better and better every week. Now you look at linebacker. You've got Carter. You have Jacobs. That's that's as fine a one-two punch as you're going to see in college football linebacker. And then you got Elsden and King. You got the kids coming in. A couple of younger guys behind them. Because, I mean, Tyrese Mills, they would love to see him step into that uh, Jonathan Sutherland role. I think, you know, we'll see how that plays out. But, you know, I think that's that was part of the plan. Noah Wiley, Jamari Budden's still there. Uh, and that, you know, you feel good about that. In the secondary, you already feel good about it. You've, you know, you've got Kalen King. You've got Johnny Dixon. Cam Miller's going to be a good player, but Cam Miller's going to be a good player. K.J. Winston? Uh, You know, another young player you really like uh, to go with everybody else back there is a key Wheatley and You know, Jalen Reed. Well, and that's that. That gives you a, a, a sense. You know, and again, you have to keep everybody healthy. You always have to. You always have to caution with that. But if they can keep guys healthy. Yeah, you know, and you know you got Devon Ellis and Akeem Beeman, and you got Kazai Izzard, you got Zane Durant, Jordan Vandenberg. You like to add one more in there if you can. Then up, you know, then you go to the other side of the ball. Olu's coming back. Landed Tangwall's coming back. Hunter Norzad's back. Sal Wormley's back. Caden Wallace is back. You know, now you're going to start adding in some guys into that mix. Drew Shelton has two more years minimum of eligibility, if not three or four, if not if not three more. Okay, it's um, you got Tyler Warren back, you got Theo Johnson back. I think Khalil Dinkins made really terrific strides this year, and then we'll see what Jerry Cross can do. Singleton, Allen. Pretty good start at running back. I also really like what they did in the recruiting part of it. Yeah, I know London Montgomery got hurt. You know, it's refreshing for me, to, by the way. It's it's almost liberating for me to even say names. <laughs> it's like, oh, good. I can finally say it. Um, and I know London got hurt. I know, you know I understand that. But he's he has a chance to be a terrific back here. And it looks like the Wallace kid they got from down in Georgia. What an athlete he is. In fact, I was looking at, at the tape of him uh, on Letter of Intent Day. And they showed him on defense. And like James mentioned, he says, I think there's going to be a fight with the defensive coaches about him playing defense. Now, you've got Drew and you have Bo. And Jason's already on campus, Smolik. He's. he's was taking classes on Monday. 
they added into the offensive line. You know, now you, you know, of course, now wide receiver, let's see how that plays out. Because Keandre Lambert Smith has a chance to be a big time lookout there, which I thought the last five weeks of the season he played that way. You, you, he was one of those guys every week, Jack and I would talk, just waiting for him to break out, waiting for him to break out. And finally, toward the end of the season, he started to break out. And of course, you saw what he did in the Rose Bowl. Um, Trey Wallace is is a good, solid receiver. I really like Liam Clifford. I really like Liam Clifford. And I think Amari Evans, because remember, he was a quarterback in 2021 in high school. So he, the learning curve of playing a receiver and what's expected here, he has a chance to take the top off. And then you got Johnson and Ivy that you know people haven't really seen yet. And we know that they're trying to work on the transfer portal. We know that. They got a you know a couple of kick kickers. I mean, Paquetta certainly is is one to lead for the punting part of it. Um, and not only can Alex punt, but Paquetta can also kick off. You got Gabe Wosu who can punt and kick off. Uh, Sanders Sahadek has a you know, has a chance to be a very good place kicker for Penn State. And Tyler Dzanski, Chris Stahl has been outstanding as a long snapper for so long here at Penn State. That's why he ended up winning the Patrick Manley Award. And the Manley Award is interesting. This is how they do it. They wanted tape of Every snap he made in every game this season. So, field goal, extra point, punt. They wanted every snap. And that's how they ended up, that's how they picked. It's quite a, you know, it's it's not a big group that does it, but that's how they do it. But Tyler Dzanski is a really good long snapper in his own right. And, in fact, you notice when Sanders Sahadik has a left-footed place kicker. And I remember in the preseason, I was talking about being at the Duquesne Club and how Franco was there, and Franco interviewed Jack. But there's another part of it, too. Matt Barr was there. And Matt Barr came up to me, and he said, Hey, who's going to do the holding for Sahadik? Because, again, Matt is a kicker. This is how he thinks. You know, left-footed kicker, it's a different kind of hold. And I said, yeah, it is a different holder, as a matter of fact. I told him Chris Stoll is the holder for Sahadik. Now, they have to get somebody else, obviously, do what Chris is leaving, which meant Dzanski was the snapper. And Tyler did a really good job, and a lot of people have confidence in what he can do there. So, I mean, so that's what they have coming back. Spring practice first, then West Virginia is the opener. Meanwhile, lurking in the NFL playoffs, the presence of Brock Purdy. Lurking. It's not as if a backup quarterback's never won the Super Bowl. Kurt Warner. Nick Foles. Doug Williams, Jeff Hostetler. 
all backup quarterback. Vince Ferragamo got them to the Super Bowl, lost to the Steelers, but got them there. I mentioned Nick Foles just to make you give you some semblance of happiness. Oh, my almighty! I just wanted you to feel better. You, sir, are my hero. Kind of touched on passing the game, didn't he? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because Burton, you know, what, Trey Burton threw the ball? Correct. You know Trey Burton played quarterback against Penn State in the uh, Outback Bowl for Florida. I knew we played quarterback, but I did not know we did that against Penn State. You act like I'm not aware of the games. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I didn't like him a quarterback. <laughs> I could completely understand why they moved him to the tight end. There you go. <laughs> I'm watching a quarterback going, I don't know. Because they kept saying, hey, watch this guy. Watch this guy. I'm like, okay. I'm watching him. I'm going, okay. What am I watching here? <laughs> like, all right. <sighs> and, of course, about the worst rendition of biggest epic fail of Philly special I've seen so far is Michigan, which is pretty funny. I didn't see the play. I never did see the player. They tried to get the ball to McCarthy. Yeah, it, it wasn't even close. Okay. Who threw it? Do you remember? I don't off the or top what, of my head. Do you, do you remember what number threw it? No. Does anybody out there have any answers? The people I'm working <laughs> with have no idea. <laughs> Somebody call the show. <laughs> Because I freely admit I wasn't watching it at the time. <laughs> we were a little busy at times with certain things. Yes, yes, we were. <laughs> so, anybody out there tell me? <laughs> well, I'll just look it up myself. Michigan-Philly special. Okay. Michigan-Philly special. Let's just see who threw it. Michigan-Philly special. All right. Let's see. Uh, probably would help if I knew how to spell special. Let's just see. Uh, Michigan special trolled. Philly special is unique. Super Bowl, blah blah blah. Disastrous Michigan special gets roasted by Eagles in college football. Um. Now here's the play. Let's see, I might as well just look at the play. It looks like it's Cortland Loveland, the tight end. Yeah, it is. It's Cortland Loveland, the tight end. He's rolling out and like nothing. I mean, nobody. I mean. Yeah, it was Loveland. Yeah. If all he had to do was just tell me eighteen, I could have told you. <laughs> yeah, that's all I needed. Because like he'd even. The, the the biggest epic fail with that is TCU sniffed sniffed it out right away. The whole point well, of the just, play is to get well, a little acting involved here. Well, yeah, except you know what though, the, TCU that's their play. They do a great job of it. Loveland. Now it's fourth down, right? It's fourth and goal. Yeah. And no offense, you actually do need to throw the ball there. 
I mean, can a guy run it back? Sure. He could run it back, but what, you know. It's fourth down, yeah. It's fourth down, right? So you either, you know. Now, if it's fourth down and you're on your own 30, <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I had to throw it. Um, but fourth and two, throw it in the end zone. Who knows? Now, McCarthy's completely covered on the play. I mean, I don't even have the. I mean, I just looked at the. I mean, I, I, you do games enough, you know the numbers of the guys are. I just needed the number. That's all I needed. <laughs> what are you doing? You worry me. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious! We're just having some laughs here. Don't worry about it. But you do scare me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're not the first person that said it. It's all right. I'm used to it. Uh, oh goodness gracious! Yeah, like I said, we didn't we didn't get a chance to see it. And now when we're watching the Michigan TCU game, I'll be honest with you, wasn't exactly the smoothest coaching job I've seen. But yeah, that's why. No offense. But there's been a lot of, um, like Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh maybe talking to this team, like Carolina maybe talking to Denver, whatever. I'm not a Michigan fan. I'm saying, so what? It's, do what you want. I mean, that's how I'd be. I'd be like, yeah, fine. You know, every, every year's going to be like this. Fine, go. I agree. Yeah. I mean, that that I mean, it's good. You know what? You know, because I. I I will say this when about um, last about last year with Minnesota when he comes back to Michigan and says this is the only job I want does anybody in the face of the earth even remotely believe that no if, of course if, not if this is the if this is the only job you wanted why did you take the time to get on a plane and go to Minneapolis. Why did you take the time to sit in the hotel and get ready for the interview? Why did you take the interview, by the way, took nine hours. Why did you take nine hours to go through the interview? Then why did you take the time to go back to the hotel? Then why did you take the time to drive back to the airport? Then why did you take the time to fly back to Detroit? If the only job you wanted was Michigan, you could have stayed in Ann Arbor and said, no, no, thanks, this is the only job I want. He obviously wanted the job. I think that, that's one of the biggest fraud statements I've heard. Like, what do you mean, you're, this is the only job I want? Obviously not. You wanted that job. You went after it. Like, you didn't just, like, take a phone call and do a Zoom call and say, nah, this isn't going to work. You physically went there. <laughs> now, how much do you so, want the job with, violate, with NCAA violations against you? Well, I mean, that, that I want to see what it is. I mean, let's just, I mean, they, they claim it that he lied about, about, you know, which, you know, the old, the old Watergate thing, the cover-up's worse than the crime. Um, and that's what I, it's alleged that he's accused of. Okay. Um, but if I'm a Michigan fan, I'm like, hey, fine, you know what? Interview all you want. Knock yourself out. 
you know, get it every single year. This is how it's going to be. You know, and you watch the semifinal game, you're sitting there like going, I wasn't exactly overwhelmed by your performance. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. By the way, Penn State uh, finished seventh in both polls. The coaches poll at Penn State seventh. And the top seven are exactly the same with the AP. Curtis Jacobs uh, announcing today he's back. Adisa Isaac already saying he's back. Now, James already knows all of this stuff before. I mean, he just allows the players to make their announcements on their timetable when they want. Remember, Monday is the deadline day for the NFL draft. It's always one week after the national championship game. And if I recall correctly, the 18th, which is a Wednesday a week from tomorrow, is the last day that the transfer portal is open. 